Mr. President. The Senator from Kentucky. Article 2, Section 4 of the Constitution says, The President, Vice President, and all civil officers of the United States shall be removed from office on impeachment for and conviction of treason, bribery, or other high crimes and misdemeanors. Article 1, Section 3, Clause 6 states, When the President of the United States is tried, the Chief Justice shall preside. As of noon last Wednesday, Donald Trump holds none of the positions listed in the Constitution. He is a private citizen. The presiding officer is not the Chief Justice, nor does he claim to be. His presence and the Chief Justice's absence, Chief Justice's absence, demonstrate that this is not a trial of the President, but of a private citizen. Therefore, I make a point of order that this proceeding, which would try a private citizen and not a President, a Vice President, or civil officer, violates the Constitution and is not in order. Under the precedence of the Senate regarding constitutional points of order, including those of the Senate while sitting as the court of impeachment, the chair submits the question to the Senate. Is the point of order well taken? That was Senator Rand Paul. And the presiding officer, Senator Patrick Leahy. And this is Steve Lackner, the sound of sanity in an insane world. The Constitution is clear, ladies and gentlemen. You don't need to get into convoluted legal mechanics. You don't need to be a legal historian or a constitutional attorney. You just need to know the English language and read the Constitution itself. Rand Paul's motion to dismiss the trial against citizen Donald J. Trump Lost by a vote of 55 to 45, but that still stands as legal precedent against this sham impeachment. But let me start simply with the Constitution's text, which couldn't be more clear. Section 4 of Article 2 of the United States Constitution states the president and other civil officers and, and, and so on as Senator Rand Paul said, the president shall be removed from office on impeachment. The president, not the former president, removed. He's already gone. That alone should end the issue. Uh, let's continue. The only requirement is a simple vote of a majority of the House and two-thirds of the Senate. You might think. Nope. The Constitution immediately stipulates impeachment is for what? For and conviction of treason, bribery, or other high crimes and misdemeanors. Use of the word other to link high crimes and misdemeanors with treason and bribery is arguably indicative of the types of seriousness that the conduct requires in order to be encompassed by the phrase high crimes and misdemeanors. Similarly, the word high apparently carried with it a restrictive meaning. It has to be a high crime. This doesn't necessarily mean that there needs to be a criminal statute explicitly violated, but it does seemingly indicate that the behavior needs to be criminal-like. 
comments, especially in the ratifying conventions, which is the closest and most pertinent source of original meaning of the Constitution. For example, the interpretation, the comments given to these specific provisions by James Ireldill and James Wilson in separate state ratifying conventions in favor of passing the Constitution tend toward a limitation of the term to criminal, perhaps even gross criminal behavior. (laughs) Moving along, the First Amendment has unanimously and traditionally been viewed as protecting core political speech. This speech by Donald Trump was by any measure clearly core political speech. It was not incitement. There is a separate precedent, unanimous Supreme Court decision, Brandenburg versus Ohio, decided in 1969, and it will require a separate podcast to go through the free speech issues. Simply trust me. This is constitutionally protected speech. It is not incitement, according to the definition given to the phrase incitement, to the crime of incitement by unanimous Supreme Court. And it is clearly core political speech, which the Constitution and the courts have zealously defended impeaching a president, let alone a former president, for behavior that is itself constitutionally protected, smacks of illegitimacy on its face. Prima facie. Next, per Article 1, Section 3, Clause 7, the conviction of the president, quote, shall not extend further than to removal from office and disqualification to hold and enjoy any office of honor, trust, or profit under the United States, end quote. It says removal from office and barring from future office, not or. The plain and simple textualist reading based on basic rules of legal interpretation is that it is a conjunctive phrase, removal and ban from office. He can't be removed. He already peacefully transitioned. Therefore, there is no basis to even go to the next stage. The difference between and and or is basic to interpretation of any law, regulation, contract, you name it, and has been the same for centuries. Finally, Article 1, Section 3, Clause 6 of the Constitution specifies that, quote, when the President of the United States is tried, the Chief Justice shall preside, end quote. Again, the President. The President is Joe Biden, not Donald Trump. And not may preside. No, the Chief Justice shall preside. And now we know that Chief Justice John Roberts will be avoiding presiding over Donald Trump's second impeachment trial. Totally in line with his modus operandi of punting and staying out. Given that he is not presiding, the proceeding is unconstitutional. Who is presiding? The president pro tempore of the Senate, Patrick Leahy. Talk about a partisan conflict of interest. The Constitution, in its simple textualist reading, intended to avoid. It demands unambiguously the judicial branch. 
Specifically, the Chief Justice oversees such a proceeding, and he isn't. Oh, that's just the law. Like any lawyer, start with the law and move to the facts. These specific charge matters. The House impeachment charges state that Donald Trump went so far as to violate the 14th Amendment by, quote, engaging in insurrection or a rebellion against the United States. Overreach much? Trump said to peacefully and patriotically make your voices heard. He said it in the speech. Case closed. Further, of the countless people at the rally, a minority went to the Capitol. Of that, a minority trespassed into the building. Of that, a minority engaged in property destruction. Of that, a minority engaged in physical violence. This was Trump engaging in insurrection and rebellion? You kidding me? If this was a coup, as you've heard the left state for the last couple or few weeks, a coup, a coup, it was the most retarded coup in world history. Nobody objective and clear-headed really believes that reflects what happened. It's not something called reality. And let's go to some of the basic history Historical precedents. While the issue of impeaching a former official has been debated since the first impeachment in 1797, when Senator William Blunt of Tennessee faced allegations of conspiring to help Great Britain seize what is now Louisiana. This is the most relevant American constitutional and historical precedent, the immediate implementation of the impeachment provisions as originally understood. Blount was expelled from the Senate before being impeached, so he insisted he was not subject to trial and refused to appear. The Senate apparently agreed and dismissed the case just 10 years after the Constitution's ratification, with most of the framers still alive and some serving in Congress itself at the time. Indeed, Blount himself was one of the Constitution signers. This was totally unrelated to presidential impeachment, where the verbiage, the president, is used repeatedly and consistently in the Constitution to refer to the defendant in the impeachment and trial process. Democrats should be celebrating because it turns out the president is Joe Biden. Instead, they are treating Donald Trump like he's still holding office in a phony trial. Now, granted, there is another precedent that others can point to. Lay out the case of the other side. For sure. Former Secretary of War of Ulysses S. Grant was brought up on charges after he had left office. And the Senate did, in fact, move forward with such a trial. But here's the catch. Here's the catch. Senators voted for acquittal on the basis of the fact that there was a lack of jurisdiction. 
on the basis of the fact that there was a lack of jurisdiction. So the one relevant precedent, which I say is a weaker precedent, is flimsy because the man ended up getting acquitted despite the fact that the crimes that he committed were clearly impeachable on the basis of a lack of jurisdiction because he had resigned. And now we get to the third example today. Another historical precedent set against impeaching a former president. Senator Rand Paul issues a constitutional point of order to dismiss the impeachment based on the defendant not meeting the criteria. Yes, it failed 55-45, but understand that both the Chief Justice refusing to himself preside at the outset set another historical precedent against such proceedings. It also means that 45 senators, 45 senators are already on record, no matter the charges, that the venue is unconstitutional and will be voting accordingly. The charade is DOA dead on arrival in the Senate. So what is this? This is merely the platform for Trump to make his political public comeback. It is an avenue for he or his lawyers to put on a show. This serves Trump's political ambitions for future office and influence. And it serves the Dems by bringing back their favorite punching bag. Who's the biggest loser? Mitch McConnell and the establishment GOP who didn't put up a fight to stop the unconstitutional trial at the start. Do the law and the facts really matter? No, of course not. Not to the dem politicians beholden to their base demanding revenge politics. At the end of every Godfather movie, there's the idea where they say, let's take out our enemies while we still have the muscle. The Corleones. Well, that's what you're seeing Democrats engaged in. And that horse has left the barn and they can't walk it back. Despite the fact that it's obvious this impeachment sham will be going nowhere. No, the facts and the laws do not matter. To these Democrats. Clearly not. Yet... Onward towards an illegal impeachment trial, we march.